Previously on Dice Paper Roll. From the burning war camp the heroes fled, on Brakai's shoulder the rescued Beshed. Into the mist the tight five did run, collecting villages one by one. Healing the wounded and guarding their backs, hurry your feet, it's time to make tracks. The lusty goblins in hot pursuit, shredded by daggers from Ariki's loot. Onwards they tracked through the night and the day, their goblin pursuers just one step away. Drowsy and weary, they sought a safe spot, down into the chasm, an ambush to plot. Bex and the villagers made off ahead, the protectors lay waiting amongst the dead. They stood their watch one by one, but on the morrow the battle did come. Welcome back to Dice Paper Roll. We are live from the pod cave. You are joining us from wherever the fuck you are. That's where you are. We're in the pod cave. You can be with us metaphorically. This is episode 20! 20! My name is Emil and I'm playing Brackeye, the Goliath Barbarian. And I'm Jack, also in your pod cave. And I'm playing Ariki Sog at a... I'm a tiefling bard. How, can, you, how I, did you manage to make that sound weird? My name's Ben, I'm playing Snatch the Halfling Rogue. I'm Dan, and I'm playing Thandor, the human fighter, and now a uh, cleric Ooh. of Tempest. Kusk. Nice. My name's Greg, I'm playing Aelad, Aaron, Aeon, and Asamar Sorcerer. And you know what? We are now all at... Level four. Yeah, level yeah. four. We're a fourth level character. Which means more hit points, so maybe more spells and feats. Yeah. Uh, we'll be sure to mention those to you as we use them. For those listeners at home, that is one more than we were previously on. Our DM for today is... Greg, that's me. I'm the DM. <laughs> uh, yes, and I will be playing everyone else as well as Alan. So, you are all awoken by the beating of... Uh, Ariki's drum and the birds going ancient just outside the pod cave window you can hear the birds chirping it's at the dawn. pre-dawn just before the first fingers of dawn streak across the sky and uh, you are all awakened and Ariki is pointing towards the edge of the tree line and you can see two large hulking shapes and a, a smaller shape mounted on the back of a creature as their silhouettes move towards the edge of the woods and they emerge at the edge of the clearing, 60 feet away from you, two ogres and a hobgoblin boss on the back of a huge warg. Oh, shit. The ogres are uh, hulking beasts standing 10 feet tall and weigh close to 1,000 pounds. They're heavy, balding um, just like they, they have hair on their, their hulking bodies, a fat midriff, like huge pot belly and squat legs underneath. And they, their um, sloping 
skulls. Oh, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> they're um... <laughs> what? They're, they're, just, they're just Neanderthals, like they're they're just fucking, don't worry. Uh, like, they're ogres. Yeah, they're ogres. They're fierce-looking, ugly ogres, and uh, in between them is a hobgoblin boss uh, wearing uh, plate armor and carrying a sword. Uh, he's atop a, a huge warg. Are they 60 so, feet away when Ariki wakes us, or by the time she wakes us and we all see it? By the time, that's yeah, you how look, far away they, they are. That's, they, as they emerge from the, um, from the edge of the woods. So, everyone make a perception check. We're just going to see what everyone... 16 for Brackeye. Oh, oh, me. 11 for Ariki. 14 for Snatch. Uh, 13 for Thandor. Okay, and 12 for Alan. So everyone is able to see that uh, they, they are looking at the chasm and they seem focused on that, but they're not checking the area around. And the ogres lumber forwards uh, as the hobgoblin boss turns his warg. Um, and you can see the sword on his back glitters with a, a magical tint in the um, sling where it's, it's barely wrapped. So the, the hilt he holds it in exposes the blade. Um, and you can see on it, it seems like unclean. There's marks uh, where it's uh, where slain victims' blood still score the blade. They haven't seen us. Braco will hide. That is a seven. So uh, you uh, continue to to where? Uh, I was behind a big rock. You're hiding behind a rock, which you think initially is big, but um, you, you're actually hunched behind something that's a, just a little bit smaller than you, so your shoulders and the back of your head peek out over the top of the rock, um, and the, the ogres seem focused down into the um, ravine where you are hiding, but they don't seem to have noticed that the people who are hiding up on the sides And of that's the... Alan and Snatch are the only two up there? No, I'm up on the... Yeah, you were up on the ridge okay. as well. That guy slowly draws his greatsword from his back. Thandor's just going to keep on hiding behind the, um, the pile of corpses and is just going to sit there and just be like, Okay, Thandor. You can do this. You've got this, mate. You've got this. You can do it. Yes? They're coming for you. You can do it. Go on. Do it. Everybody roll initiative. Yeah! Come on! Oh, better! 17 for Brackeye. 10 for Ricky. 16 for Snatch. 17 for Thandor. You can do it. You can do it, mate. You can do it. And I don't, nine know, for I don't know what that was. <laughs> Embrace it. What was it for Alan? Nine. Don't, don't mind nine. the motorbike just going past. It's fucking Domino's delivery driver just fangs <laughs> through the chasm. Nine for Alan. Someone order a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you can no. fight each other. All right, I'll, I'll push off then. <laughs> Brackeye and Thandor got the same. Who's got the highest dexterity? Thandor's dexterity is uh, 14. Brackeye's a 13. I guess that means you go first. Thandor. Yeah. Okay, Thandor. what's everyone's hit points? Brackeye's on a 31. AC of 12. Yep. Uh, Thandor, after rolling a 1 on his new hit dice oh. for fucking... Uh, leveling up, great. Uh, so he's on hit points 36 and with an armor class of 15. 
Nice. Thanks to all the apples he's been eating lately, snatches on 28 hit points. And Ariki, having learned how to mince her words a little bit better, um, is on 23. They were mince. Right. <laughs> a lands on 25. And the ogres are on. I have to find out. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Tune in to Dice Face Roll. Now. Yeah. <laughs> now. 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 Um, okay, uh, so they, they come out of the clearing, they seem focused on the ravine. Fanny, you get the drop. Uh, so they haven't actually entered the ravine yet? No, they've just come out of the, um, the edge of the woods, which is 60 feet from the beginning of the ravine. And uh, so, Brackeye, you, uh, uh, you are 5 feet back in the ravine, and Thandor, you are 15 feet back. Behind the pile of corpses. And what about those of us up above? Are we. We're at the edge, just five feet back from the edge of the ravine. Near so where the can... entrance is? Yeah. Awesome. Alright, um, Thandor is. Uh, he's just gonna step out from cover and he's just gonna walk up on top of the pile of bodies that he had been hiding behind, that he had draped the cloak on with the, the symbol of temper. So he's gonna stand atop this pile of bodies. Symbol of Tempest below him, and he's going to just slam the butt of uh, his glaive into the ground. Not into one of the corpses? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Into into the corpse. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. I'm not on the ground. I'm on the corpse. So I just slam it straight into the corpse, and then um, I'm going to find the divine energy within myself and look towards one of the big ogres, and I'm going to cast Sacred Flame against him. Are they within 60 feet? Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. By now. Yes. Why not? They're within range. Uh, I'm I'm kind of thinking I want to draw them into the chasm and draw them into You don't know. You're casting it regardless. So where are you know the distance? You're casting it. Yeah, Yeah. true. No need to ask. Good call. You do it. I mean, I did just tell you the distance. (laughs) And I did just (laughs) tell you that it was 75 feet away from (sighs) you. But... That's but we're not getting bogged down in rules and distances oh, and grids, I right? I didn't pay attention to that, and I should have paid attention to it. Because now I'm going to waste well, a spell. No. And I'm going to fucking slam my glaive into this corpse and cast Sacred Flame at 60 feet away. And you it's climb, just going to blast into You the climb ground. up onto the thing and you go, oh, no. Just take a step down. To the, you quickly run down the corpses till you're just at the edge. You're like, yeah, that's it. This pile of corpses was not necessarily the best vantage point. Yeah, yeah. Six, mm. 60 feet, 62 feet. Shuffle Same forward a little bit, bit. 60 that's, feet. That's yeah. And you drop sacred flame on the two ogres as they begin to trundle forwards. Yes, so. Uh, so that is a flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. Uh, the target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw um, or take 1d8 damage. What's your de- spell casting DC? Fuck, that's a good call. That's um, 14. Okay, so he saves. He saves against it? Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, what does he say? Uh, fucking, uh, with the fire of Tempest is gonna fuck you up, you piece of shit, and then he... Does uh, sacred flame against him? Great, you uh, cast sacred flame, and um, you know, you—it's one of the first. It's the first time you channeled this spell, and you're only yeah, yeah. feeling this power of 
tempest fill your body uh, and you cast it out, well, power of tempest filling you up. <laughs> oh, right Hold to the, the brim. <laughs> tempest, oh, you're so deep. I can feel you inside me, Tempest. Um, <laughs> you move forward and you cast uh, Sacred Flame, but uh, you're not used to casting spells like this, and so you don't know to cast it ahead of where the uh, ogre's walking, and you cast it where they are, and it just keeps slumbering forward, and the spell goes off behind them as they oh, somehow make the dexterity save. And then um, I go, Temple, save me! And then I run. <laughs> and hide back behind the corpses. <laughs> hide behind the corpses. <laughs> I broke down, and I went, oh no, 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 that didn't work. Okay, I'm hiding. Brackeye. Brackeye's fingers grip tighter on the hilt of his greatsword. He waits and his muscles are tense in anticipation of the coming battle. He readies in action. As soon as he can see a foe coming from either side of him, he will strike out at full force with rage. Once he sees his opponent, he will enter a rage and he will um, attack them recklessly. Okay. So you ready your action until they appear in the ravine, and then you'll. As soon as he's, he's going to stay exactly where he is, mm-hmm. and as soon as he sees one on either side, he's going to just go with everything he's got. Prepare yourself for the ogre's approach, and and let the anger fuel him as he's kind of breathing in and mm. out and waiting, waiting, waiting. Nice, awesome. Snatch just uh, from his hiding position atop the cliff, just slowly and quietly loads a crossbow bolt. And as soon as one of those ogres is within range, he fires at them. And because they haven't acted yet in the combat, it is a... And if, if he's still hidden from them too, it's a, it's a um, critical hit because he's an assassin! Yeah, it is. So I'll get advantage things. on attack rolls. Yeah, all of those things apply. Excellent. So I roll my first one. or seven on the die. Oh, and an eight on the die. That's pretty shit. So to hit, that is a fourteen. That is a, a hit. These yes! are huge, lumbering ogres, ten foot tall. They're huge, muscle, pot-bellied beasts. Right, Clive uh, Palmer's giant Clive Palmer's. Was I crossed with their T-Rex? Statue. Was I hidden from him by any chance? You were absolutely hidden from. Boom! Him. All right, so that means it is an automatic critical hit. Boosh. So I get my... Fuck him up, Snatch. I get 2d6 sneak attack now. Oh no, I I just revealed his position. (laughs) (laughs) You get none of it. (laughs) I also get... None of it. (laughs) I also get the d6 for the cross... Oh no, it's a d8 for the crossbow bolt. Beautiful. So I'm going to... Alright, man, alright. Oh, he's getting excited. Premature roll, premature roll. It was cocked. Oh, 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 sorry, I cocked it. This never happens, of course. First time we played Snatch. You know how to roll dice. (laughs) Alright, so that's four plus two plus three equals nine, and I double it because it's a critical hit. Double the dice. Yeah, oh, not so good. Uh, Five, fourteen plus four. Which equals 18 hit points of damage. Nice. On the one, you're facing them left or right? Uh, whichever one's closest you're to You're on me. the right hand side. Yeah, so the right, the right hand side one. Straight, straight somewhere in his face or his neck, like just a vital spot. Uh, yeah, you you fire it and uh, you're going for the the straight into the neck, but yeah. uh, the, as he sort of. Uh, 
lumbering bobbing, along. lumbering along on his short, uh, squat legs. The um, he he sort of moves up, and the bolt yeah. slams into his uh, clavicle. into his clavicle, into his. Shoulder. Shoulder. <laughs> right into the shoulder. Right into like, the collarbone. Shoulder. No, it shoots right into the collarbone and um, you see it bury in and it, the, all of the fat on the outside of his body ripples from the impact. Oh. Uh, and you see a, a trickle of blood run down and he, he clutches up at the shoulder and winces in pain and looks up and roars at you. Can, can I use my bonus action to hide? Yes. After doing that? So stealth check. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's 22. Yeah, you are able to duck down and he roars and you see him looking around frantically, um, but he can't see where the bolt came from. Vandor's like, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm hiding, I'm hiding. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me, it wasn't me. Um, they both dash down uh, as the crossbow flies out and they see the spell being cast at them. They both dash down, lumbering forwards, the ground shaking with their approach. You see little pebbles around you Jeez. dance across the rocks. These are big, heavy monsters and they wield huge great clubs ready to Glad I'm up here. splat you. And then they charge, they dash down into the space and as they do, they run in uh, and they trigger Brackeye's uh, ready to action. Fuck yes. So, Brakai, you get a swing at the one on the right as well. Oh, am I seeing which one? Am I seeing? And uh, they both run side by side into the ravine, and you're next to the one on the right that just got hit by me. The yeah, big Brakai's fucking. The they both. There's two big fucking ogres charging in. Correct. So you're the you're next to the one that's just been shot. Yeah. Just cool. for a sense of scale, uh, the ogres are taller than Brackeye. Yeah. Yes. Uh, ten yeah. feet tall. Ten feet tall. Right. Thousand, thousand pounds. They're ten feet tall. Oh, they're a ton. They're a ton. How, how Go much get Brackeye. It's on you, mate. <laughs> Upon seeing, just the, hearing the thump, thump, thump of the ogres approach, Brackeye's rage just slowly builds in him. The crossbow bolt he hears thud into the sh- into the shoulder, the arm knee of the ogre, <laughs> and the blood flows, and he smells the blood, which turns him, which turns him tur- on, turns him. Well, <laughs> he smells <laughs> 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 on the back of the breastplate. He smells the blood, which actually smells kind of good to him, and he feels like the smells like it would taste good. It smells tasty, which makes him confused and much angrier than he was before. And in fact, so angry that next round after this attack, he'll enter a frenzy, frenzied state of his berserker rage. And he makes his attack on the ogre on the right. Nice. Oh, hang on. I did say it was a reckless attack, so I get... Advantage. Advantage, which is really lucky, because I rolled a natural... Listen back, listeners. Come on, go ten minutes back and you'll hear when I'm ready the action. And I said reckless attack, which allows me advantage. I do. I can. Can I just say I do like. One, one, one. Yes. <laughs> Does Vandal actually do that from behind the car? Of course. One, one, one. Oh, it's yeah. a different tone and everything. Yeah, well, because he's got a different voice. We can't, can't Does it have roll? Yes! 17! Oh, nice. Yes! 
Ooh. In the rage state, that's a plus seven, which makes it 24. Minus five from the great weapon master. And that makes it 22. Two. To hit. To hit. Uh, minus five from 24 is 19, but it is still a hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Was it is now. absolutely still a hit against this 10 foot hulking beast <laughs> of muscle. You are, they are filling the, the ravine. They're 10 feet tall and four to five feet wide. So of they pretty much fill up the whole width of the huge. ravine. My mouth like, is real bad on that one. I'm yeah, going to put my hand on right now and say you taken me. What can I say? So angry, I can't count properly. <laughs> it was real close. <laughs> Which means that with my great sword, I get two d6 plus. Pause. During the rage, it's normally plus five. Mm. With the great weapon master, because I sacrificed the five, it's an additional plus ten. Is that right? You get you get a plus ten to damage. But yeah. a minus five to attack. No, no, but that's all right. I've already hit, so I've hit. So the attack's fine. So you get a plus ten, yeah. So it's already two d six plus five. So does that, does that make it plus fifteen? Yes. Whoa, really? Yes. Wow. So you get a plus fifteen. Yeah, plus fifteen. That's ridiculous for level four. That's crazy. Yeah. Roll the fucking dice. In his berserked frenzied state, Brackeye lashes out. And with everything he has, seeing the red mist and this side of this big fucking Clive Palmer motherfucker. If you don't know who Clive Palmer is, look him up and imagine him as a 10 foot beast. And this is kind of what he got. A naked 10 foot beast. Imagine Clive Palmer crossed with the mortgage beast. Oh my god. That's a fearsome Look sight. at ING mortgage beast. And he rolls. Wizard, no, Wizard Home like Wizard Home like Just a loincloth. He rolls his 2d6 plus an enormously good modifier. It's a 9 on the 2d6 plus 15. Nice, 24. It's 24 points of damage. Um, you uh, leap up from behind the rock and swing with that rage, but um, you are, you're about to miss. Your, your leg cramps up underneath you as you step up, but the rage just pushes you straight through and you straighten up and swing the blade and it buries deep into the ogre's huge beer be belly in front of you um, and you slice it open and blood gushes out and the ogre stumbles forwards, seriously wounded, but still on his feet. Um, he's bleeding from his shoulder and his belly. Uh, he's charged in, Ariki. Um, so Ariki sees all of this and thinks, oh, Alright, shit, this is really happening then. And um and pulls her well, she's already got her loot out, I guess. Um and the drum beat that she used to wake everyone up has continued but gotten more boisterous. And then she plays a power chord on her loot and starts twiddling away and sends out a crown of madness onto one of the ogres. Is it just oh, through music or are there yeah, lyrics involved yeah. as well? Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe it's lyrics as well. Nice. Um, you ogres, you, you're going to wear a crown from my hands on your head. And then, um, I keep playing my loot. Awesome. And Which of the two ogres are you casting on? The um, wounded one or the, the not wounded one? The not wounded one. Excellent. Um, so they have to, Succeed a wisdom saving throw. Ah, oh, that's definitely their forte. Wisdom for an ogre? Clive Palmer? Yeah. No one builds a Titanic again. That's all I'm saying. Wisdom ain't his strong suit. Uh, 13. 
Uh, oh. What's yours? My spell DC is 13. Crazy pass. He oh, just passes. Shit. Damn it! Um. <sighs> gotta stop using that dice. Saving throw to come Ah, it's good. Make it difficult. That's it. Wow, Ogre's um, So the crown forms over the Ogre's head and um, it's just too dumb. Yeah. It's too dumb. Yeah. Does the, it say anything? The, it, it looks over and it's like, oh, Ice cream potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's Fucking... no dumber than it usually is. Uh, and uh, can everyone make a quick perception check? Oh, oh my god! Yeah. These fucking die! <laughs> That's a s- ah. 21 for Brack Eye. 8 for Satch. Perception? Putting, I'm retiring this die from oh the game. Oh my god, stop. I rolled so many um, nines on the so die tonight. Know. Just no joke. Um, perception, sorry, is uh, 13. 8. I was going to say, um, as a bonus action, may I inspire? Yes. I will inspire Brack Eye. Cool. Um... In uh, so seeing that it doesn't the bonus actions real quick. Okay, uh, inspire Brackeye. I add another, I add another chord to the end of my little thing, and it's and then some notes like visually fly out of my loot. I'm just picturing like a bit of a Jack Black. No, but it's like it's like crown of madness, crown of madness. Ooh, that didn't work. Inspire. Uh, Is there a reason you're playing the panics or <laughs> Brackeye, you feel inspired and um, that also helps you to be very perceptive in this moment and as the uh, crown of madness forms over the ogre's head and it, it says ice cream potato it, it, its eyes <laughs> then focus forwards back into the battle and you um, hear faintly the hobgoblin uh, speak a command word from up on the hill and it seems that the ogre's uh, gaze refocuses um, and he turns to the combat. Uh, Alan uh, steps up on the uh, edge of the left ravine, hand. the left-hand side, uh, and he casts Melf's acid arrow as a shimmering green arrow streaks down uh, from his vantage point into the ravine and strikes at the wounded uh, ogre. And he gets an 18, which is easily a hit. Nice. And does 44 acid damage. I feel like with acid damage, you should just go mad listening to Yellow Submarine. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, acid he damage? Yeah, he takes holes in the brain. Um, he suffers 10 points. Uh, the acid arrow streaks in and splashes across the ogre's face and half of his skull begins to burn away and uh, he roars in agony. This is the same one that Brack yeah. and Snatch have already hit? Oh yeah. I am. He's still standing, Thanny. So they're, they're about 15 feet away from me? Yeah. So I'm still hiding behind this... Uh, <laughs> I've, I've popped out and then I've ran back behind this uh, mountain of corpses and I've gone, no, you can do this. You've got this. You've got it. <laughs> Performance anxiety. Do it. Love it. Do it. And you. so uh, Thandor is just <laughs> going to charge out and is uh, going to just run towards the nearest ogre and just make a, a trip attack against him. Okay. 
They're squat motherfuckers. I don't care. Do it. Uh, do are, it. are they large? Yes. They're a large creature? Yes. Yeah, so I can still do it against them. So it's large or small. What's the DC? Well, first, I need a roll to attack. Okay. So I'm going to just run in and I'm just going to try and take out the, the legs of the nearest... Ogre, uh, well, ogre. You run what around the pile need? of corpses and you're in between the two yeah, of them. One? There's the wounded one. and the unwounded. I'm going to go against the one that's unwounded. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm going to attack him and attempt to... That's a fucking 19 on the die! Boosh. And I am going to fuck this guy up! So that's a 23 to hit. That is absolutely a hit. Is 22... Does that pass your strength save? Oh, yeah, actually, that does. Okay. Because my DC is only a 12. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Just check. I think, it, I think it does. Okay. I think it does. Squat motherfucker. Um, but that's it's okay. It's a big-ass ogre, motherfucker. Yeah, it's a big ogre. I know. I would a rugby tackle Clive Palmer? No if, thanks. <laughs> if I got a trip attack it's against hard. him, it would have been awesome. Um, so I'm good. going to... Uh, Worth a go. Uh, so that, that now I've still got my damage to roll against him, because I still hit. So that is... Uh, five points two, so that's seven, uh, seven damage against the one that hasn't been damaged yet. Uh, you slash down towards his legs in order to go for a trip attempt, and you slash across the inside of his thigh, and his um, squat, chubby legs are cut open. Um, and it's quite a deep cut, but it doesn't really bleed very much. It's um, it, his legs are have so much meat encased in them that uh, you need to strike much deeper. Um, and he grimaces, but he's only mildly wounded. Yeah. Are you in the grill of another Yeah, creature? you're right next to each other, basically. Yeah. You're, you're probably, well, unless you're using your reach, which I would assume you're... I'm using my reach, foot, but so I'm making sure that he's, he's there, within man. five reach. He's right, right to back. He's on, your, he's on your right. Sweet. Um... So Thandor, after making his attack, it doesn't work out quite as well as what he wants. He's going to action surge, and he's going to just look over his shoulder at Brackeye, who is back-to-back with him, and he's going to look Brackeye in the eye and say, Brackeye, go and fuck that ogre. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) and is going to use um, is going to use commander's strike as my uh, uh, battle tactic so I can use an action plus a bonus action to allow you to have an extra attack. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit! I love that that was inspiring because, listeners, if you could have seen Danny's face, then it was a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> so inspiring, are you kidding? I loved it. Yeah, so inspiring. You're going to fuck him. So, Rakai, you get a free attack. You get a free attack, bro. Oh my god. So it feels, everything feels like it's in slow motion for Brack Eye at this point. He's just sliced into the big gut of this ogre that's been hit from a couple of different angles and from a couple of different people. And he's drawn blood. He's been joined in the fray by Thandor who strikes out and, and, and he's back to back with him and he feels in sync with the battle. He feels as though time has stood still for him. Bullet time. And so what he does... Yeah, and, and the musical... Max Payne. Um, the chord of Ariki is singing in his head. Ringing in his ears. Yes. So Brackeye feels inspired by the moment and having the ally at his flank and feeling suddenly like he can rely on someone. 
he decides that he can, he tries to slice through the rest of the goblin. Oh, uh, sorry. He tries to slice through the rest of the ogre, trying to awesome. cut it in directly in half. So his sword already buried in the he belly just, of the ogre. He, he pushes just, deeper with the inspiration yeah. from um, Thandor. And he uses the inspiration die that he gained from Mariki's song. Nice. In order to... Cool, cool. Collaboration! Oh, it's a six from Mariki's <laughs> dice! Oh man! So six plus 17 Easy. is 23. Plus 17. Plus 7 minus 35. 25. So much better. 30 minus 25. 25, that's it. Absolutely. 25. Yeah, awesome. You might remember a 13 hit earlier. Yeah, okay. I know, but it's, <laughs> it's about the moment, Greg. It is. Yeah. Do the damage. Five, uh, yeah, 2d6 plus 15 yeah. again. 22. 22 points of damage is what Brackeye deals. You drive the sword deeper until you feel it thud against the spine of the creature. Oh. Rip it out, severing the spinal cord as the ogre falls to the ground. Oh. Almost split in two, he hemorrhages out to the side and his guts spill across the floor in front of you. Is that the one um, on the right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, blood, uh, hot blood steaming as the sun, uh, the first fingers of dawn hit the horizon um, and the the battlefield is lit up more and more every second, and as you slice him open, his guts yeah, tor- torrentially pour out and blood splatters. That's and Thandor's gonna look at uh, at Brackeye and be like, "Oh my god, I didn't mean for you to do that! Oh Jesus! Oh my god, that's 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 oh my god, that's horrifying!" It sprays all of you in the ravine in blood. You all get covered in blood. Oh no! And even then, on the top of the in, even on the top no, the people in the ravine. Brackeye can't speak. He's just too. He's just breathing. Yeah, you're all splattered in blood, and uh, you use that momentum. You pull the sword out, and you are ready to strike. It is your turn, Brackeye. Oh, oh man! Yeah. Brackeye, that moment that felt like slow motion where he felt he was he could stand still and move in while everyone else was completely frozen, suddenly comes crashing into reality and fast. And Brackeye has no control over his own actions from this point. He just attacks the nearest thing that looks like an enemy. And so after pulling his sword from the remains of this giant ogre. He looks back along his other shoulder and sees the other ogre and jumps and charges with everything he's got and recklessly attacks this ogre using the great weapon mastery feat. And because it's a frenzy, he gets two attacks. His first attack is like a jump and like he tries to land his right foot squarely on a big, fat rotund stomach of the other ogre and drive his hand, drive his sword with his hand on the back of the haft of the sword, drive it straight into the gut of the other ogre. Awesome. I, I got a little bit worried there when he was like the nearest thing and I'm like, oh, I'm back to back. I thought, you, I thought you were about to say you got turned on. So with that roll, it's actually, with advantage, it's only a six and I'm taking five off because of the greater weapon mastery, so that's a one. Uh, but you add your plus seven. I add my plus seven, so it's an eight. Eight. And you got a six and a three. Um, so that's your first attack. You yeah. leap up um, and try to stab into the ogre's chest. Um, but he, uh, you, as you go to drive it down, you're unable to gain purchase up on the stomach and you slip back down. But you are able to use your second attack. To- Brecker lands on his feet and like swings the greatsword around the back of his head 
and tries to bring it down right on the kneecap of this ogre that he's just landed next to. Gosh. That's better twenty. Oh, yeah. oh, damn. Oh. So, crit. Rakai rolls. He's well. I'm going to do it all at once. So that's four d six. So he doubles the dice. Doubles the dice. Fifteen. And adds fifteen. Dice hole. Oh my god. Oh man. Four d six. Four d six plus fifteen. Oh, dude, that's. Not- there's some nice Ooh, dice. That is some nice rolling. Oh, that is 19. 19 plus 15 is 40. <laughs> 34. 34. 34. 34, 34 points of damage! Yes. 34. 34. <laughs> <laughs> nice! It's pretty good. Out of a possible, what, 39? So you leap up and try and stab down into his belly and he pushes you off him, but as you uh, land on the ground, uh, you use that downward momentum for your blade to swing down towards the ogre's knee and it shears deep into uh, his leg above his kneecap and you cut all the way through the thigh until you clunk into the bone uh, and the ogre screams out in pain in front of you and fear lights its tiny little eyes Whoa. in its swollen, swollen puffy face. Yeah. Snatch. Uh, sorry, nice one. Before, before we go into your turn, can we get like a bit of an update on what the battlefield looks like? The ogre, one of the ogres, is down. The yep. other one is heavily wounded and bleeding everywhere. There's guts all in the. Yep. Everyone's looking down, and there's the hobgoblin warg at uh, the tree line. So and that's all there is. That's so there's no there goblins. Is. Okay. Snatch. Snatch, seeing the carnage below him, uh, is is strangely fascinated by the death that is happening below. And he withdraws his short sword and he runs and he leaps off the top of the cliff, grabbing his short sword at the same time to come down on top of the ogre that Brackeye has been hitting because Uh. that ogre is not aware of him, right? So no, hopefully yeah. sneak attack. That is uh-huh. if I jump yeah. and hit. And you've got two other um, allies flanking the creature yeah. as well. So absolutely yeah. go for it. But hit it, hit it. Yeah. So what do you want first? You want an athletics or a, uh, a- acrobatics? Oh, athletics. Yeah, sure. Or whichever you would prefer. Acrobatics, please. That is a 15 to hit. Absolutely, you clear. It's like a five foot distance. Uh, so 15 acrobatics, yeah. Yeah, 10 foot distance. You easily Great. clear it with a 10 foot run up. And to hit. Ooh, uh, 11, uh, 17 to hit. That is absolutely a hit. Fuck too. yes. Awesome. yes so awesome. it's a D6 plus four, and I get my sneak attack of 2d6. And I do seven points of damage! <laughs> you leap through the air with your blade um, pointed down, and bloodlust fills your old, like, a fascination with the blood, the, um, the, the glistening gore that fills the, the cavern, fills your eyes as you leap down, and you stab into the back of this ogre, but it's uh, heavily muscled back, um, sort of slightly deflects your blade and you're unable to pierce the spinal cord, um, but you are hanging from the back of this creature because it's it's been struck in the leg by Brackeye and it's looking down, you just leapt over the top and struck down with your blade, two hands, yeah. um, and you're hanging from its back um, and it roars oh. in pain again, uh, covered in blood, uh, and swings its uh, great club at Brackeye. Oh, you, get you get advantage. Yeah, oh, yeah, because you recklessly attacked. Reckless yeah. Attack. yeah, nice. So 19 to hit. Absolutely. 
You're raging. So. Uh, you take seven points of damage. He swings his great club up towards you, but he's heavily wounded and it's a feeble blow. You actually take it full on the chest, like just. What do you got? Come on. Turn and just stick your chest out. It smashes against your chest. Uh, the. As the ogre swings at you, the uh, hobgoblin on the warg at the edge of the woods, uh, you see him look at the, uh, the battle and seeing the ogre's fall, he turns and dashes off into the woods on the back of his wolf. Oh, and Alan uh, points his hands down and unleashes some electric justice on the ogre in that is uh, still alive. Uh, electric justice, you know, still got some hits in them. They are an old band, but <laughs> there is no justice. There's just us. <laughs> uh, his hands reach out. Thanks, Ben. I, you know, I never thought about it that way. A lightning bolt arcs from his hands into the ogre, um, and its back is uh, arched from the short sword that snatches hanging hang from its back. Its knee is wounded. Its head tilts back, and it roars in pain as electricity courses through its body. Uh, Ariki. So, seeing the hobgoblin legate, Ariki realises that that is not within her capabilities, and so jumps up and slides down the edge of the cliff, and um, playing uh, her lute as she goes, um, and on the last chord as she hits the bottom of the ravine, she strums her, her lute, and with the last note, points at the last remaining ogre and says I shatter thee except I do it in a Scottish accent so I do it more like I shatter thee and um, straight up and uh, and a sudden loud ringing noise painfully intense erupts um, and uh, the o what is his name so you cast shatter yeah, shadow. You, you, okay. Okay, give me either, give me either an acrobatics or an, an athletics All right. check. Uh, the glasses acrobatics. came off. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Ten plus four, uh, fourteen. Yeah, you do slide down um, because of your athletic ability that you've recently yeah. been focusing on. You're a- easily able to slide down, and as you hit, you. Um, you strum your lute and the magical energy, the sounds reverberates and grows until it hits into the ogre. Uh, and you point directly at the ogre and it slams into it. And um, I think that does a 10 foot radius blast, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it, does. it sure does. So everybody um, who is within 10 feet, which is Snatch, Vandor, Brackeye. What kind of save? What kind of save we make? And Ariki. Oh yeah? Yep, yeah, you're, you're within range as well. Yeah. Um, oh, she's got to save against her own spell? Yeah, you do it awesome. too close, so you, you slide down into the ravine. And, 18? And, yeah. So what's, what's the DC? What's, well, it's Ariki's spell. 19. Uh, so 13. And what, sorry, what save? Dexterity. Uh, what kind of Constitution. save? Constitution. Constitution. I rolled a 17 on the dice. I rolled another 9. I've rolled 79. Uh, Constitution. That's a 13. Oh! Plus four, plus four to my constitution saves. Nice. Yes! Uh, poor old Snatch rolled a fucking two. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and the, the ogre hero. save as well. So Not what happens so when you lucky. save and what happens when you... Uh, 
half as much damage on a successful one. Okay, so roll the damage. Alright, I need... I'll just roll this. Not so lucky, Seven. Uh... Please roll low, please <laughs> roll low. Plus three, ten. Uh, fourteen. Okay, so um, everyone who failed takes 14, and everyone who passed takes 7. You unleash this spell, and you haven't used it before. This yeah, is a yeah. new chord, and you are inspired to cast this spell at this ogre. And unknowns to you, it, it shatters out in a 10-foot range and blows you all away from each other. So there's this resounding uh, shockwave <laughs> within, um, within the ravine, and you're all, all blown back in either direction. Snatches on the ogre's back, and you fail as the ogre is blown backwards, and you see his face uh, sort of, it's like, you know, that slow motion explosion where everyone's like, <laughs> their faces move all uh, slow motion slow stuff. Motion the, um, and the ogre, um, his eyes roll back in his head and he dies, but he falls backwards with Snatch oh. on his back and slams down on Snatch. So you, ah. you took the damage from the. Um, Oh, I can't remember all those. A reflex, a dexterity? And you take an egg. Oh, yeah, mate, yeah, sure. Can make I try a, de- a dexterity save? Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm rolling so shit! <laughs> My dice are like, you haven't used me for months, fuck you! Uh, I rolled a 10. Nah, you, nah, you <laughs> don't. Uh, you're not unable to dodge. See, you are crushed by the weight oh. of the ogre. Oh. You take- you take one point of damage. Oh my god! The second uh, time you've been pinned, uh, I believe. And because of all the apples, I ate, I just diarrhea a little bit. More. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everyone else is blown uh, back into the um, into the ravine, and all the pile of bodies falls over from the shockwave. Uh, and uh, suddenly there is silence as uh, the the smoke of battle clears, and uh, you can see the hobgoblin is. Uh, fled into the distance. In which uh, direction, sorry? Back. You fled back north. From where they came? Yeah. Right? From yeah. whence they came. From whence they came, you've held them off, uh, the ogres of the pass. Brekai's eyes are darting wildly, his arms and hands still clench really tightly to his sword as he looks around the suddenly still battle scene and kind of doesn't quite know what to do as he's kind of looking around and breathing. And you hear this... <laughs> Someone get this fucking brute off me! Get this fucking brute off me! And Brekai stabs his greatsword into the ogre and like uses it like a like a corn spike and tries to pull <laughs> the ogre off his mate snatch. Still raging? Yeah, still frenzied. Yeah. Eighteen. Yeah, you stab down into the ogre and, and wheel him uh, or roll him over onto his side and snatch is able to scramble out and you're all covered in blood and gore and it, the the guts of the other ogres uh, squelch under your feet as you look to each other and um, you see each other just, yeah, battle-weary and but triumphant. And that's how we'll finish episode 20. The massive ogres are dead, but the Hobgoblin and Warg have escaped too far away for the heroes to take them down. Will the villagers make it back to Twelve Oaks? Who knows? Will the party survive? You'll find out next week on Dice Paper Roll! You know what's good? People laughing. You know what's good? What else is good? Well, people express their enjoyment for something. If you've listened or watched something recently and you've really enjoyed it, maybe you should get on social media and say, hey, everybody I know, I watched and all listen to this thing. Maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's a TV show, probably it's a podcast. 
And then you get on your social media and you're like, hey, people, listen to this thing I like and link and like and review. Someone would come out as a DPR fan. Ha <laughs> <laughs>